on Outcast UK. I curse in the name of the Lord this new Barbie movie that has been released full of transsexual and transgender and homosexuality in the name of the Lord. Make God lose a a holy judgment. Hey Barbie, can I come to your house tonight? Sure. And you know the way when you go to Amazon and you, you buy like a pair of shoes and Amazon learns that you like shoes and then the algorithm goes, oh, what about these shoes? Or what about something to polish your shoes with? Well, I feel like it's like that with political opinions in the US right now. Like, oh, you think that? That's horrible. What about this? This is the UK's hottest LGBTQ plus podcast. Outspoken. Outrageous. Outcast UK. This is Outcast UK. It's Graham Smith. Kevin McGrath's here as well. Queer news aficionado, um, or journalist. We'll just call it queer news journalist. It's a bit more I, straightforward, isn't I it? Quite like aficionado. Aficionado. Got a bit cut above. A news aficionado. Um, what's coming up in the queer news this week? Colorado cock up. And? Barbie's cursed. First, though, Kev, what is going on? Cheers, Graham. This fears a ruling by America's Supreme Court means businesses can now legally deny their services to LGBTQ plus people. It's decided a Christian web designer in Colorado can refuse to make wedding sites for same-sex couples, despite state laws prohibiting businesses from denying service due to sexual orientation. Regardless, the courts invoked the First Amendment and ruled Laurie Smith can't be forced to convey messages she disagrees with. So does this mean Christians can be turned away by businesses now if the owners disagree with homophobia? Hmm? Sarah Kate Ellis is the president of GLAD, the LGBTQ plus advocacy group. She tells CBS News the ruling could have major implications. Who's to say that down the line there aren't going to be signs in storefronts that says we don't serve gays or we don't serve the LGBTQ community? I think it's a slippery slope and I think that the Supreme Court made a really bad decision as opposed to continuing to expand rights for the American people. All six concerns. Conservative judges in the Supreme Court sided with the web designer. The three Liberal justices were against. The House of Lords has voted to ban the deportation of LGBTQ plus migrants to 10 mainly African countries. Rwanda and Nigeria are among them, places where there'd be a risk of persecution. The Lords also endorsed a ban on transgender people being deported to Brazil. The country has the highest number of trans murders in the world. This is all to do with the government's illegal migration bill. These votes can be overturned when it goes back to the Commons where there's a Tory majority. A big win for LGBTQ plus rights in South Asia. An interim order from Nepal's Supreme Court allowing the registration of same-sex marriage. Follows a petition filed by gay rights activists. The temporary order means same-sex marriages can be registered now ahead of a final verdict being reached down the line. Nepal's now South Asia's first country to legally register same-sex marriages. An attempt to ban homosexuality in Iraq has been submitted to the country's parliament. I think people will be gay regardless of a ban, but we'll let that one slide. A request has been made to have this on the next legislation agenda. Politicians there do like targeting LGBTQ plus people. One previously blamed us for the pandemic and monkeypox, which are referred to as gaypox. Bisexuality has more than tripled in the US over the last three decades. So says a study in the Journal of Sex Research. 
9.3% of people said they had both male and female partners in 2021. More than 6% of 18 to 19 year olds identify as bi. That drops to less than 2% though for the over 40s. There's a new film out about intersex people. They're born with a combination of male and female biological traits. So we're talking anatomy, hormones and chromosomes. Everybody looks into the misconceptions around being intersex and the mistreatment that can be suffered. The documentary follows the lives of three people living as openly and expressively as possible. We don't fall neatly into that male-female box. I was born intersex and although I was born with a vagina... I was also born with internal testes. We live in a society that's so binary. So as an intersex person, where do I fit? About 1.7% of people are born with intersex traits that don't fit the male-female binary. Another film to talk about? God, I'm like the new Barry Norman. The new Barbie film has had a curse put on it by an anti-queer right-wing Christian preacher in America. Now, obviously, Kent Christmas, yeah, that's his name. He hasn't seen it yet because the movie's not actually out until later this month, but he's still got some thoughts. I curse in the name of the Lord this new Barbie movie that has been released full of transsexual and transgender and homosexuality in the name of the Lord. Make God lose a holy judgment. He is sober, apparently. I don't care what you say. Although if I was that closeted, I would drink. And a right-wing politician in Australia has gotten himself all upset and triggered, the poor we love, by a couple of gay penguins. They're called Sven and Magic, and they have a very nice homosexual life together in an aquarium in Sydney. Lyle Shelton from the Family First Party isn't happy, though, because of plans to use the couple to teach school kids about same-sex relationships. He says the penguins have been manipulated and are now being used to indoctrinate children. Now, of course, the most famous penguin of all is Pingu. So what does he think about the politician's views? Apologies for the strong language there. Sven and Magic have been in an exclusive relationship since 2018 and have even fostered their own chick. And that's your queer news from Outcast UK. Good to hear Pingu getting involved there, making more sense than those right-wing politicians. Oh, he's got a mouth on you, know, not he? Um, so uh, we'll start this week by fears uh, that the Supreme Court in the US is going to now be just pushing back on all the rights it can do. This this landed, this announcement, this pronouncement, proclamation, what do you call it? Ruling, that's it. On the last day of Pride Month, the kind of... Do you reckon they've timed it like that on purpose? I don't know, maybe it's just an accident. But now this means that businesses in the US can now legally deny their services to LGBTQ plus people. Now, it decided that a Christian web designer in Colorado can refuse to make wedding sites for same-sex couples. That's despite laws in that state of Colorado prohibiting businesses from denying um, the service due to sexual orientation. Who gets a, a website for their wedding? That's the, that's the thing. Is it not enough to just get pictures done now? The majority of opinion of the court is that the First Amendment, which protects free speech, blocks Colorado from forcing the designer to create endorsing messages with which she disagrees. We've discussed this before. They really pick and choose which amendments they're going to use for whatever, don't they? Because, like I said, the First Amendment's free speech isn't the Second Amendment the the right to bear arms. 
Yeah, I mean, I keep mine covered because they're quite, <laughs> yeah. quite pasty. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, they, they get involved in that. But they, they really do pick and choose what they're going to do with that. Like the Bible, they pick and choose there, don't There's they? loads said it. The Bible literally, yeah. ca- as far as I'm concerned, the Bible is, 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 is a book of two halves, Old Testament, New Testament. and the, the like old a football te- match. Yeah, exactly. The 45 minutes in duration, you fire <laughs> through that Old Testament. The, you Basically, the, the New Testament just goes, do you know everything that's just happened before? Or 4,000 pages of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ignore that. I feel like that's what the, the New Testament Have you read does. the Bible? I've read bits of it. Have you? Have you ever read any any bit of Bible? I don't think so. I not just... not, a, not even a, a, a cheeky passage. A cheeky, well, I've had a cheeky passage <laughs> in a different context. Um, you know, you've never never read any... any... Come on, there have, must have been a bit. I must have picked a Bible up in a hotel room. I was, went to a Catholic school. Yeah, so they'll, have, they'll, have, they'll have given you yeah, some Bible. To thrust it down my throat. Yeah, I've, I've read loads of bits of Bible. Do you own one now? Yeah. You own a Bible? Yeah. Fucking hell. Signed by the Archbishop of Liverpool. Was it? Yeah. Is this from when you were a, a choir boy no. back in the day? It's, down, it's downstairs. So. That's how you got that limp, wasn't it? <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's, it's downstairs in my house. Yeah, it's on it's on the bookshelf. Um, so do you, uh, do you take it out often? No, no, I don't read it. It's just it's read just a there. scripture or two. It's just, no, it's just there. there's nothing on the telly. Oh yeah, Love Island's finished. What shall I do now? Quick oh. passage. <laughs> I can't believe you've got a Bible. Yeah, That's I brilliant. I've got a couple. You've got a couple of Bibles. <laughs> they're, they're, they're multiplying like gremlins. Yeah, I've got. A, I've got oh, a few of them. Oh my god. Why? Why have you got more than one in case? I just got them for free. You lose one. Yeah, we've got to have a spare one, haven't you? <laughs> you got one for free? Yeah, I got all my Bibles for free. <laughs> Who's dishing them out for free? So the bishop gave you one. What wealth? Archbishop. <laughs> I didn't even mean that. <laughs> the bishop gave you one, and then uh, where'd you get the second one from? I just acquired it. I don't know. Oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> you just acquired it. Right. Where did you just... This sounds like you're, you're covering up. Where did you just acquire your I've, second Bible from? It would have been when I was at school, I would have acquired... Is it stolen? Have you stolen a Bible? I think that is what. Do they burst into flames if you steal them? Yeah, they are. That's like the security <laughs> mechanism they've got on them. Flammable. It's like when you you know you get razor blades or an expensive <laughs> bottle of wine from Tesco and they've got the the thing on them. The Bible just bursts into flames <laughs> when you take it outside of a, a place it's not meant to be. Can we get back to what we've talked about? <laughs> Is it the idea that I've got a Bible yes, that's really it tickled just, you? It's the antithesis of me. Everything I know to be you. <laughs> yeah, I love. Oh, a good that's Bi- brilliant. I've got really hot now. I love a good Bible. Yeah, that's that again. That's a, that, you, you will be the way you're going up because I'm about all- to burst into flames. Yeah, and wh- where you're going, the rate you're going, you'll be hot all the time. <laughs> you want to get a couple of Bibles around the house just as an insurance policy. I've got them. So just uh, the, the justice. Um, I can't keep up with the Supreme Court justices anymore since Trump changed a load of them. Delivered the majority opinion and the majority of the Supreme Court in the States right now is conservative and not just a little bit conservative. They're like full-fat conservative. Mm. You know what I mean? Not conservative light. Um, the First Amendment says Justice Neil Gorsuch. 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 Is that it? Gorsuch. I don't Well, you've read the news. The First Amendment envisions the United States as a rich and complex place where all persons are free to think and speak as they wish, not as the government demands. How is the government demanding people be gay? This is mad. But Justice Sonia 
Sotomayor, one of the three dissenting justices who were all the Liberal justices, said today the court for the first time in its history grants a business open to the public a constitutional right to refuse to serve members of a protected class. Today is a sad day in American constitutional law and in the lives of LGBTQ plus people. Kelly Robinson, president of the Human Rights Campaign, issued a statement saying the decision by the Supreme Court is a dangerous step backward, giving some businesses the power to discriminate against people simply because of who they are. Joe Biden said he was deeply concerned that the decision could invite more discrimination against LGBTQIA plus Americans in a statement. Um, uh, today's decision weakens long-standing laws that protect all Americans against discrimination in public accommodations, including people of colour, people with disabilities, people of faith and women as well. Um, this, this is mad what is happening there right now. As, as was brought up in, in your report before, it's almost like at some point the way we are going, they will be able to put a sign outside a shop saying gay's not welcome. Mm. And where does that take us back to? the 50s or the 70s in the yeah. UK, isn't it? No, what did it used to say? No... Oh, no blacks, no Irish. Irish. No blacks, no Irish, no dogs. Yeah. To get into places. And the way things are going in the States at the moment, we're headed back there. What are they going to do next? What are they going to do mm. next? It is terrifying, isn't it? This is Outcast UK. I'm off to get a quick Bible. Quick <laughs> quick passage. We're tripping over a minute, aren't we? You've got that many. <laughs> Before we go any further, Outcast UK has a live show coming and it's going to be at the London Podcast Festival 2023. It's happening on Friday the 8th of September at 7pm. Doors at 6.30, the St Pancras Room at the London Podcast Festival King's Place in London. Uh, basically, it's going to be me, Graeme Smith, in conversation with the controversial LGBTQ plus artist Liam Stonia MacDonald, who, from what I can see, has had a bit of a, 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 a is it what's it called a road to domestic that one one of them moments where you change your mind he's had one of them um, and uh, seems to have changed his mind about a few things since we last spoke so that'd be interesting getting him in and doing a bit of an artist talk about some of his recent work Lab Brown Gay's podcast host and Gaydio presenter and DJ extraordinaire Nick Charles is going to be joining us alongside the sex educator and gay London life columnist Topher Taylor who's always on the podcast with us uh, did you know that we are the winner of uh, gold for best new podcast at the British Podcast Awards 2022 and nominated best independent podcast at the ARIA Awards surely this is worth seeing live. Join us in London for the London Podcast Festival 2023 Outcast UK live Friday the 8th of September 7pm playoutcastuk.com is the place to go and get your tickets. The ticket link is there. Playoutcastuk.com And now the show. This is Outcast UK. It's Graham and Kev here. Hello. Um, Kev, uh, I, I obviously have spent all of the last... Um, 10 minutes or so um, just reading frantically from the Bible we were just discussing yeah, before yeah. that I do have several copies of the Bible in my house and that amused you it, it does do you not have a single copy I, not, d- I don't think I've ever owned a Bible never owned one not no. even a cheeky King James not ever <laughs> <laughs> I had a cheeky King James once but I think that was something else <laughs> yeah, it was a cocktail <laughs> met my grinder <laughs> <laughs> uh, right okay so uh, in other news this week uh, we've been talking on the Queer News, just at the start of the show, about the House of Lords uh, that I don't approve of. I was I was slagging off the House of Lords the other week, but the thing about the House of Lords is, it, it sometimes it disagrees with the government. So I'm like, it shouldn't exist, and then I'm like, oh, well, they've disagreed with the government. I'm really yeah. happy about that. They voted to ban the deportation of LGBTQ migrants to 10 mainly African countries, Rwanda and Nigeria among them, places where they would be at risk of persecution. And the Lords also endorsed a ban on transgender people being deported to Brazil. Now, Brazil has got the highest number of trans murders in the world. I saw a horrifying video of an incredibly violent attack on a trans woman in Brazil that, you know, when you 
find yourself I didn't seek it out it was one of them things that was, was on Twitter and it appeared and then I was yeah. like what's this and I found myself watching it and I was truly one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen in my life I was just reading before about um, a black trans woman uh, called Fernanda uh, who worked for several organisations in Brazil ad- advocating for LGBTQIA plus rights um, including the official city and state LGBT organisations um, designed uh, to uh, help in public policies for um, trans people and people in that population. Uh, and she also managed groups dedicated to assisting people living with HIV, such as the, they've got a very unusual name over there, the National Network of Transvestites, Transsexuals and Trans Men Living with HIV and AIDS, not using the same words that we'd use over here. Um, so as a Brazilian transgender woman, Fernanda has already experienced prostitution, prison, torture, sexual abuse and even an attempted murder that left her between life and death after a gunshot wound. But apparently it was her role as a human rights activist that made her consider going into exile. And have you seen the numbers of people um, uh, that are that are murdered in Brazil? There are trans. So every mm. every year around the world, there's four thousand murders. One thousand one hundred of them, approximately, in Brazil. So, like a, a huge number of um, murders of trans people are going on in Brazil. So one of my friends um, claimed asylum in the UK off the back of a wave of homophobic violence that was taking place in Trinidad and Tobago uh, in around about 2010, where there were lots of LGBTQ plus murders. His name's Nick Charles, and um, he described the um, the process by which he had to go through um, to, to get to the UK and how long it was before he was able to just um, go from living on 40 quid a week which is what happens when you, you, you've you been in a detention yeah. centre, then you're going to living on 40 quid a week somewhere. You can't work, you can't study. So he was here for like six, seven years before he was able to get into education and now he's on his feet and that's really good to see. But what often gets said to people who um, have arrived in the UK and they're fleeing persecution on the basis of their sexual uh, orientation or gender identity is that, uh, well, in particular with, with, with gay men, is that... Um, we can deport you back to where you live because um, you can just um, blend in. You can just keep a low profile, which is essentially saying to people, we're going to send you back. You can't be yourself. Just yeah. deal with it. I mean, that's quite something, isn't it? Yeah. Just the thought of me having to go back in the closet. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's completely different circumstances. We'd be talking about you know mm. Manchester and Liverpool in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So that's bad. You know, that seems horrific to me. Yeah. But then to be transplanted into that situation where yeah. you'd be going back to... With the threat of, um, you know, not just um, people's opinions of you, maybe not being what you'd like, but also the threat of torture or, yeah. um, you know, threats to your family, all that sort of stuff. And for us to just, in immigration meetings at the Home Office, people are being told that, you know, well, you'd pass us straight. That kind of thing, it mm. just doesn't seem right to me. So good news there, that the House of Lords, that I was only slagging off on this show last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's back in my good books. Big fan of it. It's, I'm a big fan of all the tradition, you see. Big fan of all of the pomp and yeah. circumstance. I'm only in it for the wigs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, your hair's coming on a treat, so it's it's getting towards a House of Lords style <laughs> wig, isn't it? A House of Lords style weave. <laughs> big up the Lords. Um, that was something we'll never say on this show ever again. Uh, <laughs> new Barbie movie. <laughs> Hey Barbie, can I come to your house tonight? This is the best day ever. It is the best day ever. So is yesterday, and so is tomorrow, and every day from now until forever. Yeah. You guys ever think about dying? You're malfunctioning. What do I have to do? You have to 
go to the real world. You can go back to your regular life or know the truth about the universe. The first one, the high heel. Barbie, only in theaters July 21st, rated PG-13. I feel like it's been out for ages, but that's not the case. No, it's it's not out for another week or two. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I don't, oh man, I'm trying to think last time I went to the cinema. It's years and years so and years ago. It's just novelty things that I see that appear on the cinema now. And I know people that are like, oh, are you going to see the Pokemon film? <laughs> Why would I do that? If I was nine, yeah. But, uh, well, you like to Pokemon, don't you? <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's right, Kev. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that. I almost want a little ding to go with that. The, so the new Barbie movie is on the way um, and it everything about it feels really, really camp. Yeah. Really camp. And the LGBTQ plus community, I'm not going to I'm not, not going to lie, they are reasonably big fans of, of, of the concept of the Barbie movie. Um, Apparently the makers of the film haven't confirmed though stuff to do with storylines. So it may have nothing at all to do with LGBTQ plus at all. It just feels like a Barbie movie is going to be inherently queer. It does, doesn't it? But I, it's probably not going to be at all, is it? But this guy in the States... Um, is not happy about the the new Barbie film. And um, what was the guy called? Kent Christmas. <laughs> His name was Kent Christmas. Kent Christmas. Imagine having the... I'd love to have Christmas as my surname. I would. I curse in the name of the Lord this new Barbie movie that has been released full of transsexual and transgender and homosexuality. So he says, Graham Christmas. I curse in the name of the Lord this new Barbie movie that has been released full of transsexual, transgender and homosexuality. He said, before calling for God to make a holy judgment on the film. He's also, he, imagine, what what other opinions do you think he would have? So All know, the wrong ones. And so you, you know the way you, when you go to Amazon and you, you buy like a pair of shoes and Amazon learns that you like shoes. And then the algorithm goes, oh, what about these shoes? Or what about something to polish your shoes with? Well, I feel like it's like that with political opinions in the US right now. Like, oh, you think that? That's horrible. What about this? Yeah. Um, so apparently uh, he's also slagged off um, the changes to the US law in terms of abortion, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, which are w- a woman's right to choose. Um, but you're right, though, the Barbie film hasn't... Um, <laughs> They haven't released the plot. Surely Does it have a plot? Surely that's not a good sign, is it? Surely the, this film's so good, we can't tell you what happens because... Mm, I can't think what all the plots would be. So I know a few people that are genuinely excited about the new Barbie film. Can you name and shame? Yeah, um, they're both um, women in their 20s, one of whom is called Charlotte, who works at me quite regularly. Right. So she's a Gen Z. One of the Gen Z's. One of them. One of them lot. Uh, and she's incredibly excited about it. Why? But not because it's camp. Not because of any LGBTQ reference. Is she quite lonely? <laughs> no. Does she not get out much? I think she just likes it from when she was a kid. Do you call her Lonely Charlotte? <laughs> that you refer no. to her as. Um, she's, uh, she, no, she's, she's, no, she's, she's not LGBTQ. She's just, she just likes it from when she was a kid. And she said the whole Barbie film is set in a fantasy world where everything's fabulous and something starts to go wrong, like things start being a bit less Barbie and a bit oh, less no. pink and a bit less fabulous. Do you know what it reminded me of? Do you remember the Care Bears movies from the, the 1980s? <laughs> yes. It's, it's it's kind of like them. Yeah, I suppose it is. But in the 1980s, no one was slagging off the Care Bears movies. 
quote in the Bible. Yeah, they weren't going to uh, like uh, ruin our kids, were they? Mr. Christmas. <laughs> I still can't get over it. It's called Mr. Christmas. Mr. Christmas. Now, is there a camper name than that? No, there isn't. There isn't. Uh, he says he doesn't believe in homosexuality. He just said he did. Uh, but he can immediately identify gay people by sight alone, not because of how they address, but because the the demonic spirit... And that causes homosexuality to change the physical appearance of people. And he's also expressed his upset over the LGBTQ plus community stealing the word rainbow and the word gay. Uh, Kev, thanks for everything this week. You're so welcome. I'll see you next time. You might do. I'm, well, not next week, will you? <laughs> no, I won't. No. Because uh, well, I'm off on me holly bobs. You are off on holly bobs. I don't know how we're going to get that covered. Yeah. You're, you're able to do it by phone? Well, can, can we not get Kent Christmas to do it next week? I'd love that. That would be amazing. I'd, I'm going to reach it? out to him now on Twitter. Next time on Outcast UK. So John Thomas, the porn star. Yes. I don't know him personally, okay. but I'm familiar with okay, the Okay, yeah. No. <laughs> Is it to do with your sweaty bars in <laughs> Gran Canaria? Because I was there last year. I'd give you some tips. Play Outcast UK on TikTok.